Hi, podcasting from New York. They say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. This is Pushing Boundaries. Most of today's commentary on complex social issues is binary, unproductive, and flat-out lazy. With this podcast, I'm looking to hopefully elevate these conversations, and as a lifelong educator, hopefully learn a few things along with you. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Leadership Capacities. Our next topic is single lane leaders, or what we know as specialists. Throughout our young lives, we're told to focus on those areas in which we excel, becoming naturally specialized. So this could potentially mean that we're in a society of specialization. An example of this being Barry C. Barish, one of the three physicists who was recently awarded the Nobel Prize for his contributions to the discovery of gravitational waves. He has spent his entire life working in the field of physics. So yes, it's partly true that we do live in a society of specialization. Throughout our young lives, we are, start off with a breadth of knowledge. Our eager young minds are gassed at what the world has to offer. However, soon, we're told that we must pick some subjects that we are good at or ones that we remember favorably. Finally, we become specialized, focusing our, sub- uh, focusing our minds on one specific field, with everything else being labeled as a hobby. Now, often in organizations, with, with, again, we're talking about the organizational structure, whether it's nonprofit, for-profit, small business entity, um, any entity that exist, you have single lane leaders who are specialists. These are highly skilled and competent people in a specialty area, right? They're competitive, resilient, and reaching their goals. So this 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 person is something like a um, small scale cashier. That's what they do in a business. They do cashier. Um, an, another level would be uh, accounting, an account manager. All right. Another, another level would be um, a data analyst. Um, another level would, could be an IT person, right? Somebody who's dealing with um, a specific, specific area of IT work within an organization. Uh, another layer could be uh, somebody who's really, um, who's, who's trained in, in a specific trade, like an electrician or a plumber. These are, these are all considered specialists, right? Um, or single lane leaders. Um, these are competitive positions and resilient, um, very competitive posi- positions, and these people are resilient in reaching their goals um, because it's a bottom line goal. They have a very specific task to complete. They have a deadline to complete it. Um, they're measured based on the completion and the time allocation to the task. Um, they can easily separate from the noise of the greater organization or the things that are happening around them. And I'm not talking about literally noise. I'm talking about the, 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 the multiple capacities that exist around them. They don't, they're not bothered by. They know their area of work and they can stay in their area without distraction within um, a massive work environment. These people are very essential to an organization, right? They're essential to the organizational stability and efficiency of an organization because they always hold a line in terms of what's needed in that lane. Um, they, 
they so they can they can plan, uh, they can coach based on so when they when they talk to leaders of an organization, they can offer their plan of action. They can coach the leader in terms of what needs to be done in their lane, and they can act as consultants as a leader, as a as a leader thinks broadly about an organization where their role plays of uh, plays in that organization. Um, they can implement training and performance programs, so they can spe- they can. They can train in their capacity and their duty without issue. Um, they can also set up uh, uh, performance trackers or some sort of evaluation system based on the capacities because they're experts. They have been doing it for a long time. They're practicing this. This is what they do. Um, now, that's, those are all the positive within this organization. And again, they're necessary um, individuals to have in an organization. You have to have them. And we know a lot of people who play the role of specialists. Here are some of the the challenges with being in this position. So when they're promoted in this position to broader areas of leadership in an organization, these people tend to struggle because they've played, they, they've operated within a single lane for so long that when you go into broader areas, you're more like a jack of all trades and a master of none. That's a very hard mindset to work with when, when you've been working as a specialist for so many years. So they become easily overwhelmed. They find it very hard and difficult to focus, and they have a loss of sense of satisfaction because the goals are all the goals are constantly moving, right? The goalpost is constantly moving, and when you meet one objective, then there's another one, right? And it's it's never a, a clean completion because it's a really messy area of work, and there are a lot of factors and complexities that influence a broader set of goals and a broader series uh, a set of areas that you are supervising. And so these people tend to, and, and, and also socially, they tend to have struggle, right? Because when you work in a singular lane, where it's you and that work. It's you and that computer. It's you and that, that task, right? And so there's not a lot of interaction. And remember, we said that these people really don't, are not distracted by people around them. So they, they often have worker alienation. And, and worker alienation, that means that they often don't get along with their peers, uh, because they kind of somewhat people call them self-centered, but the work that they've done for many years has been self-centered. And so now you're asking them to be cooperative and collaborative and, and it, it looks a little different in terms of the work capacities. And so they often have, you know, have a hard time because their work looks like, so when there's a share out, their work, they look like, well, I did this and this, I met my goal, but your goal doesn't matter if the, the individuals around you don't meet theirs too. Right. And so that's where the alienation comes from. Um, they, they've been confined to a narrow field of study. And so it's like they have to go to school all over again to learn the other areas of the organization or the business to broaden their horizon and perspective of what the work needs to be done. Right. Of course, there's you know, there's 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 going to be failure in this learning curve. Right. And the failure um, becomes difficult for these for these individuals to manage because they've been successful for so long in something that they had control of and they knew what the end was. It was predictable. Now you're working in, in an unpredictable lane and it becomes a little, your work becomes a little sloppy and careless, right? Because they can't do, the, they can't handle the coverage, the broader coverage of the work that they have to do. They were used to working in that single lane. Now the coverage is, is broader, but what happens is as they try to work in a broader coverage, they begin to focus in on individual areas, right? And the individual areas that's not the work that needs to be done, right? That, that there, there's, there's a concentrated needed to individual areas, yes, but there's need a concentration to the broader areas, right? And meeting the general targets and setting out to meet general goals 
and 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 a broad brush of of attack on issues, right? Also, these individuals, when they stay in a single lane or become specialists for too long, the job becomes monotonous. They begin to get bored because they've been doing the same thing. They know what to expect. They can do the work with their eyes closed without thinking. And so their passion for it begins to dwindle. They need to find another area to grow, right? This inspires complacency. Now, areas that we've seen the single lane uh, leader or specialist or places like the DMV, right? So the DMV, you have people that work on very specific areas of licensing or, or plate issue or things like that in a DMV. And if they're in the position too long, we know what kind of um, reception we get from these individuals. It's kind of monotone, there's no passion in it, and there's a lot of disconnection. When we walk into the DMV, we may walk into a DMV maybe once every seven years or something like that. Or even if it has to do it months, it may be a once in a month. Or rarely do we enter a DMV. So when we enter a DMV, it's a first-time session for us. We're passionate about what what matters to us and 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 we there's a sense of urgency for getting it done right but when you go into the dmv you see immediately that your urgency has to be thrown out the window because everything slows down because the urgency is not on the other side of the window in terms of the people that are receiving you this is this happens to be in a lot of civil servant jobs or jobs that require people to be doing the same thing over and over and over again for many 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 years you start to get this um this this uh, uh this this uh, unattached uh individual who doesn't find passion in the job or connection to the individuals that they're inter interacting daily. They're just existing in the moment, right? Um, and so the thing is when they're isolated from the task or the isolated tasks, when isolated tasks exist and they have to be brought together to suit the whole organization, these individuals struggle because they, sim they simply stay in their lane. You know, it's interesting even in, in my area of uh, study in the school system, right? So you have, you know, assistant principals, right? And everybody thinks that, you know, you know, when teachers become teachers, they can go to assistant principals, they can go to principals, and then principals can be superintendent. No, it doesn't work that way. You have, you know, you're in, a, in a teacher's land, you have a very content area, you're very specific. It's not like elementary school, you're, you're, you're broad, you have, you have all content areas. But in uh, middle school and high school, you have a single lane content area, and then you're required to... Take that knowledge and then apply it to assistant principal, which is a totally different way of thinking about the educational um, dynamics of a school, right? Or the, the structures of a school or the workings of a school. And then you go to a principal's job, which is even broader, right? And then, then and so the skill sets don't necessarily translate into different positions. And this is like in any organization, right? So this could be in a corporate entity. The skill set as a, of a specialist may not transition into a broader area of leadership. And so oftentimes that these individuals are, if you're one of those individuals, you have to prepare yourself for the struggle that might come in an organization. Now, my best advice is that if you're looking to go into a broader, a broader position in an organization, then you have to get out in front and you have to do some research in terms of what are the requirements and the demands of that position. And then the other thing is try to find opportunities to find an internship, right? So that you can, you can experience the, 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 the kind of capacities you need to have in order to in order to function in this in this in this new uh, position, right? And so you got to kind of prepare yourself by sampling the work beforehand. You know, having some live experience in that work, and you have to also know what the work is going to entail. Because if you come out of a single lane and a single lane of thinking, and you take that same uh, thinking to the next level, you're not going to do well. Not sure. Well, some of it, some of it's a technical problem. 
Like, people don't like it when you force them to think at high resolution. And it's no wonder, because, look, let's say you're driving your automobile along, and you think, this is my car, and I understand it. And your evidence is that as you move the steering thingy, it stays on the road. <clears throat> That's your understanding of your car. As soon as it breaks down, it's like you realize you don't understand your car at all. Not even a bit, right? And so you actually don't even perceive the car until it breaks down. And then you're very unhappy that you have to perceive it. Because all it is is a whole nest of snakes and you have no idea what to do with any of them. And so people don't like having to think at a high resolution. And so if someone says on a contentious issue, well, you know, it's complicated and we have to differentiate it like this, then you have to go through all the god-awful process of realizing that you don't have the clue what you're talking about in that circumstance. Thanks for listening to Pushing Boundaries. Once again, my name is Sharif Rucker. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor by commenting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast with everyone you know. All of these things are free and take very little effort, but would mean the world to me. Thanks again and stay tuned.